0: Hey, everybody, this is Brad Williams, and I am the pastor of B4 Church. Welcome to our podcast. My prayer is that this would help you behold God, that you would see him for who he is, that you would belong to community, that you would be everything that you were created to be, and that you would be able to dream beyond the limitations in your life. So I hope you enjoy this teaching, and we look forward to seeing you in person soon. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to the B4 Podcast. My name is Alex.
1: I am Ashley, and today we are joined
0: by... Casey Parnell, hi. Hey, hey, Casey, welcome to the podcast, man. Yeah, welcome to it's the good podcast. to be here.
2: I'm yeah. excited. I have gummy bears and coffee and...
0: <laughs> the bear essentials in life, right?
2: Well-stocked, yes. Right, right. Yeah,
1: so we thought in true yeah. Monty Python style, it would be nice to get to know you because you're new to our staff and they've seen your face a lot as you've yes. been leading worship, yeah. but we'd like to see the man behind the guitar.
0: So we have a series of different questions just to, by the way of getting conversation going and introducing you to our church as a whole. And so, yeah, buckle in, man. We're ready for the fun.
2: No, it's good to be here. It's been, I think I just came to town about six weeks ago. Right. So yes. everything is new. The streets are new. The yeah. weather's new. The—you know, I'm an, an old Oregon boy at this right. point, but yeah, everything's pretty new.
0: So. Well, yeah, tell us more about that. It's yeah. Obviously, you're not new to Oregon, but you're new to the Portland area. Where are you from?
2: Yeah, I've lived uh, in Bend, Oregon uh, for about... 25 years and then more recently moved to nashville which is a whole nother story by itself but mm-hmm. just kind of did we'll the, get into that later the, okay great so i won't <laughs> tell you everything about that okay um but yeah i've i'm love oregon i think oregon is a beautiful amazing place to live and be and i love the people and mm-hmm. pacific northwest has just kind of been my home so i feel um i kind of feel it in my blood like being in the south the yeah. last uh, little bit is a it's totally a different place so mm-hmm. actually Coming back to Oregon from being in Tennessee is a a bit of a shift and a culture shift and a mind shift and a weather shift. Yeah. But it really is amazing yeah. to be back in the
0: Pacific Northwest. I am one amazing. of three of us that has never lived in the <laughs> South. <laughs> so really? I don't know what you're talking about, yes. but I have heard. I did my time yeah. in Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah.
2: There's a thing called humidity that happens there. And it's, <laughs> yes. uh, it's pretty gross. It's gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's something else. It's like, I thought I took a shower today. You're like, right. I, mean, I keep <laughs> taking them all day long when you step outside. So, oh,
0: um, man.
2: Yeah. But I mean, you just can't, people from all over the place, talk about Oregon. They're like, oh, I've always wanted to go there. I always want to be there. And so being back um, in the green, in nature, I mean, I'm just, I love the outdoors so much. I love the coffee culture here. I love the trailblazers. Oh my gosh, my (laughs) wildest dreams are coming true. (laughs) If we could Um, only
0: go to a game, right? If we could only, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, We'll get there. We'll get there. So So you um, were not, like you were born and spent the first chunk of your life in California, right? You're a California boy. Yeah, I mean, T- I was trying bit. not to
2: tell everyone that, Alex. I, know, I know how people feel about that. But you did your that. time
0: in Oregon, so I, I think yeah. you're okay. Well,
2: I've told people in Bend for years, I'm like, I am from California originally, <laughs> but I've been here 20 years. Does it count? And some of the OGs right. are like, oh. No. Yeah. Oh, right. right. Okay, fine. So, I've, I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area, um, yeah. in San Rosa, if you know where that is. My dad would drive across the Golden Gate Bridge every day Mm. to get to work, and he would commute sometimes three to four hours a day, and so he just lost his mind doing that, and and he is from Eugene Springfield, so he moved us back to Bend where we had family back to Oregon. He wanted us boys, I was probably 12 years old when I moved to Bend, and he wanted us to experience nature and Mm -hmm. outdoors and not just be in a concrete jungle, and so um, that's kind of where my Oregon life started, and oddly enough, that's where I started playing guitar and... Mm -hmm. Being involved in music and all that so i think for me organ kind of correlates with my life and my story and my yeah becoming so to speak so
1: yeah i'm curious about that so how or when did you decide that worship and music was kind of what you wanted to do with your life what's yeah. that journey look yeah
2: like? um i sort of fell into it um <laughs> when i like that's it's a great segue because i moved to bend and my mom is like an old children's pastor hippie lady, and she <laughs> plays guitar.
1: Oddly descriptive. Yeah,
2: but you get it. Like, bullfrogs yeah. and butterflies, both been born again. Like, all the VBS, <laughs> like, from 1990. of like all yes. those That's things. Amazing. That's my life and childhood growing up in church. And so, um, when, I, when I first moved to Oregon, I didn't know anyone. And so, she handed me and my brother guitars. And she's like, well, while you are... Making friends and still mm-hmm. kind of playing some sports and stuff, you're going to learn how to play guitar. So she taught me A, D, and E, I think. And I wrote <laughs> Which is all you That's need all you for need. worship songs. No, <laughs> That's all you just need. joking. And still, those kind are of, the only chords I yeah. play yeah. Yeah, <laughs> to this day. Things that are sad, but true. <laughs> so it's really worked well for me. Thanks, yeah. Mom, for giving me yeah. a career path. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I started playing, started writing, and then from there, uh, my brother and I um, have always kind of played music together, and mm-hmm. so played in garage bands and yeah. punk rock and rock and roll bands, and then later into pop and country and stuff <laughs> like that. But um, because we were naturally playing guitar and music, we w- we ended up in church. And so mm-hmm. our old little Nazarene church, where probably a lot of people have a story like this, but you went to an old Nazarene or Baptist or Methodist mm-hmm. or yeah. whatever it was, um, and so we grew up playing, banging on the drums in the church, yeah. playing the pianos and guitar amps and the old guitar guys would loan us their guitar amps and guitars. And we just learned how to play in the church. And so bogged. I, that's what they talk about 10,000 hours. I mean, mm-hmm. that's where I think I found my 10,000 hours is just like playing in church. But then the, I think the odd thing in my life is we would play in bands and, And go play in old Elks Lodges and venues and (laughs) skate parks and and, anywhere and play concerts. And so my life hasn't been all church. It's really been this blend of like um, being in community and playing worship music and gospel music. Yeah. But then also being out in the world, um, you know, out in the marketplace, playing music and connecting there. And so to me, there's, I just see Jesus in all of it, which is cool. And I think from a young age, I've been able to see like here, we, we just bring Jesus wherever we go, whether that's mm-hmm. a church building and church community or in the city, in the old Elks Lodge or yeah. wherever we find ourselves, you know? That's so, cool. um, so yeah. And then I don't know how much more you want me to talk about. I mean, the, the music thing, but that's kind of my yeah. growing up in high school. Then I spent some time in Idaho for college and then went back to Bend. And that's where I launched into kind of formal yeah. pastoral. So ministry. I so.
0: want to hear more about all of that, but I do have a question cause you know, it isn't a given that just because you were in church, you somehow were also simultaneously a Christian. I know right. that that is usually the case, but not right. always. And I guess my question for you is your story, kind of meeting Jesus, when did this all happen? And And, and share that a little bit for us.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think we talk about—I always talk about it in terms of, like, great awakenings. Like, mm-hmm. you kind of just realize or have have something that instigates that happen. And so, um, I have kind of two major great awakenings in my life. The first life. and the second. The first and the second awakening, <laughs> if you will. I don't—it correlates with something else uh, that happened in history, I think. Yes, But yeah. my history— They um, weren't just
0: awakenings, though. They were great. They were great, <laughs> great, great awakenings, yeah. They were
2: very special. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, my first one was moving up to Oregon. I didn't. I didn't have a lot of friends that first year, and so mm-hmm. I think that's where I found myself in my loneliness, first reaching out to God. And I I remember laying on my bed praying, God, I don't have a friend, so I need you to be that, and mm-hmm. like just as simple as a twelve year old could say it. Sure. Um, and so, um, and I had a great youth pastor at the time, and then was part of a great youth group, and so that actually helped make me become a disciple at first, and actually. Mm-hmm love God in relationship, in that friendship kind of way. And then um, when I went to college, I um, my church didn't really talk much about the Holy Spirit. It was more of a, um, and this is, churches do whatever they feel like they're called to do and whatever they need to do mm-hmm. for a variety of reasons, but we didn't talk a lot about the Holy Spirit. And so I sort of missed, I don't know how, I'm like, I read my Bible, but I sort of missed any book of Acts talk about the Holy (laughs) Spirit I always thought the Holy Ghost was a ghost like literally a ghost (laughs) flying around the church yeah um, th- that I was afraid of, and um,
1: it does is a scary term?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah for kids. I don't know how they they do it. We we talk a lot about things that could be really scary in church. Right. <laughs> I don't, you, is, Alex, as a dad, true. probably has right. to you have to simplify things. Oh, it's and,
0: the it's the most wild thing because like some of these like Noah and the Ark story, like, it's a like, like, gruesome it's story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really it's devastating, it. and it's like how do I tell this story <laughs> without like yeah. scaring the do children? I yeah. Talk about
2: a worldwide sort of uh, yeah. genocide with my kids. Yeah. God is good though. Yeah, if God's yeah. good, rainbows, it's on <laughs> nursery walls. Anyways, that's another yeah. podcast. But, yeah, it um, is. So for me, um, I, uh, sorry, I'm losing my train of thought. Help me with the question.
1: You were talking about the Holy Spirit. Oh
2: my, yeah. Okay. So Holy Spirit. So I'm in Idaho and I start in college going to this church with my, my buddy who ended up becoming a missionary in Uganda. And he's just mm-hmm. one of those friends that in your life are like, if I could only be like as Christ-like <laughs> as <men>. him. <laughs> We we all have one of those. Yeah. We started to go to this church, and it was pretty charismatic, um, Pentecostal in nature. And as a young Nazarene kid, I was kind of freaked out about that. I mean, we're talking about people are speaking other languages and, you know, lifting their hands and all this Mm -hmm. stuff that seemed kind of wild to me. But the thing that really stuck to me is they would always preach God's word with what I felt was like authority or power, like I never heard it preached that way. And then they also invited me to be on their worship teams. Mm -hmm. And I started studying who the Holy Spirit was. And I think through that sort of process of discovery, knowing that I can have a personal relationship with the Spirit and every day wake up and go, good morning, Holy Spirit. Like, what are we doing today? What's on your agenda, not mine? That Spirit-filled life was really transformative for me and changed kind of how I walk day to day. And even being here at B4, I've told the teams like, this is to me all about us living life in the spirit together and, and living, that's the empowerment. That's what Brad was talking about this weekend, the right. deutimus, the dynamite power that comes when the spirit comes upon you to do something. Um, and so that's what I, you know, it's not like I'm that spiritual and I, every day I'm like <laughs> spirit, you know, it's yeah. on my wall or whatever, yeah. but yeah. it's that, I think it's that mindfulness of the yeah. Holy spirit that really has changed my life.
0: Now, after so. that, Second grade Awakening in college, you did a little traveling around the world, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've spent, you know, missions has always kind of been part of my life too. So I've spent some time in Costa Rica and Ukraine and um, Uganda where my roommate in college who I was talking about was um, in Uganda for 12 years. So we did wild ministry out there. I mean, (laughs) islands on Lake Victoria, there are unreached people groups with like, there's tornadoes of lake flies flying and (laughs) there's hippos that kill people. (laughs) And we're on small boats, like (laughs) going to islands. (laughs) Not um, scary at all. Staying in tents and getting flooded at night. I mean, wild outreaches in Uganda. And then um, I've been to Ukraine, uh, you know, where kind of the effects of communism is still very real, but with Mm -hmm. these missionaries that, used to smuggle bibles into Ukraine. So I've been I've been able to travel and be part of a lot of cool um work like that. Yeah, it's been amazing. Um and music has taken me to some cool places too around the US and the world. You know, if you play guitar, people tend to ask you to yeah. play guitar. So yeah, especially um, if
0: you're good at it. Yeah, yes, whether it's are. like a
2: campfire or a worship set
0: <laughs> or just dinner.
2: Um yeah. And it hasn't just been worship or missions for me too, but also albums and music. And um, yeah. I've done a bunch of big outreaches with evangelist Nick Vujicic, who I know mm-hmm. has been here at the church, an yeah. amazing guy. Um, and so I've done probably 12 big stadium outreaches with him just wow. and trying to bring people to Christ. And um, so I've had my guitar in a lot of different places. Yeah. But um, it, yeah, it's been an amazing awesome, experience. Man.
0: Awesome. So, so you landed back in bed after college, yeah. and and hippopotamuses, and uh, dangerous. you know, <laughs> yeah, dangerous. Yeah, who knew they're so
2: cute on TV. Right. Apparently People
0: they kill like more humans. Cartoons. Yeah, but they they're will, very scary. They yeah. will kill you. Yeah, I've yeah, actually they, heard they're like more they're deadly mean. than most animals. Yeah, so
1: disappointing that like some of the like, ko- like koalas apparently are also really mean. What? Like, why are it's the you just, just ruined? Animals. Don't that. mess Sorry. with koalas.
0: Yeah. 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 Oh, that's for sure. Or hippos Next are going to tell hippo. me that a sloth is dangerous and polar Maybe. bears, yeah, dangerous polar bears. Yes, I could actually believe those Coca Cola
2: commercials are lying to oh, you. Oh, that's definitely true. Yeah,
0: you were okay bend. <laughs>
2: okay, bend. Okay, bend. Yes, you,
0: <laughs> you um, kind of traveled the world,
2: yes, landed in bend,
0: landed back in bend. Why? What did you do? What did life look like coming back home?
2: Yeah. Um, so that was kind of my first taste in ministry was being in the youth ministry there at Westside Church in Bend, mm-hmm. which is on the west side of Bend. It's a very right. clever name for a church, yes. um, but a beautiful community. And I learned my first leader was pastor Ken Johnson, who kind of led the church and, um, and then on to Steve Mickle, who both have very different leadership sti- yeah. You know, styles. So I got to figure out What's it like to be organized or not organized or be <laughs> spiritual or not? You know, there's yeah. just all these, each leader brings right. something different that you learn from. So I got to learn from both of them. Um, and so youth ministry, I did basically everything you can imagine in youth ministry from camps to all the games to
1: As it conferences usually goes. and
2: student leadership, everything that we do now. Yeah. Getting yeah. shot with Nerf guns and all the <laughs> things, and small groups. And, um, and then on to worship ministry and then um, creative arts ministry at Westside. So Mm -hmm. what I'm doing now at B4 is basically what I did at Westside for um, about 10 years. And it's, to me, it's my wheelhouse. Like when I think about it, you kind of have to have an imagination that like you see things before they happen. And then some creatives can't have, like that stuff doesn't land for them. It always kind of right. floats out there in creativity mm-hmm. land, but I think I do have the ability to see it and then sort of take the steps to make it happen.
1: Execute as well as dream. E-
2: yes, execute yeah, and no. dream. Um, and so I think that's a, been a unique thing that I've seen God reveal in me as I've done mm-hmm. it. Um, I love teams. I love team ministry. I don't want to be an island. I want to work with people and be interconnected and and do this together because people are where ministry is at. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so at Westside, I spent about 15
0: years doing that. And then— mm-hmm.
1: and What did you do after Westside? Well,
0: yeah. Yeah. Why? Why did—what What was the, like, culminating moment to end that season and start the next one, too?
2: So I um, I stepped in—I did a sabbatical. And I think for pastors, it always—it can start, like, big next moments kind of start with the season of rest where you can actually breathe and mm-hmm. think and look—and and, and as scary as it is, like, look inside— yeah. And after my sabbatical, um, I, that was about six weeks long or two months or something like that. Um, I did um, a season of counseling for like six months to a year after that and just was talking to my counselor all about like, what do you have a hunger for? That was a big word that he would use with me. Like, what are your hungers? And so I went and mind mapped some things and wrote some things down and talked mm-hmm. through it. And at some point he he goes, well, it sounds like you've you know, kind of moved from figuring it out to deciding what mm. you're going to be doing. And so I went out to Smith rock, which is this beautiful like thing near, um, near bend. And it's like the grand Canyon kind of, but mm. um, I went out there and prayed and I was like, I think I'm, I don't want to be 80 years old working in, in West side church and just, mm. and they'll bury me, my ashes yeah. up, <laughs> under the back yeah. seat of the row. You know, I want to, <laughs> I feel a hunger to be a songwriter and Nashville is like the place to do that. And yeah. so yeah. um Long story short, I stopped my job there and I cried the entire time. Like it was, Westside was a beautiful community and we had been through a lot of hard knocks, lots of yeah, grief, lots yeah. of um, time together. Just, I mean, you know, our, our lead pastor over there was an intense season of grief because he lost his own son yeah. in a car accident. And so just walking through that and then my mentor in life passed away. And um, so it's just a deep, it was a deep time, and mm-hmm. I would—I would I'd never trade it. I'd never want to go through it again. Right, but I never right. trade it for—I yes. yeah. feel like the sweetness that was there. So to leave that um, and the leaders there um, was—and actually is still hard. I mean, sure. one of four, yeah. our, our residents just asked me, "Do you miss them?" And I'm yeah. like, "Dearly, yeah. like, yeah. of course." They're like, yeah. "Part of me," but um, when when you feel the spirit, like I said, life in the spirit, when you feel his tug and his leading, like I always want to be. Um, responding to that. My old pastor used to describe it as um, the horse with the bridle. And if you're a bad horse, you're tugging on, like you're fighting that bridle. But if you're um, in, if you're trained, if you're well-trained, if you're um, well-conditioned to the master, then it just takes a a touch and then you Mm -hmm. move. Um, And so that's the kind of uh, Jesus follower I've always wanted to be is it just takes a touch and then I move. So that was it. Um, And I, I spent about the last, I would say almost 3 years as a full-time musician, songwriter yeah. in Nashville. I did the I did the thing, so I wouldn't <laughs> regret it. Like I sold right. all my possessions, packed up my car and drove to Nashville at right. 38 years old. Right. Um and I learned so much um about myself, about the industry, about the there's light and dark in every place. Yeah. Um and so I'm I'm coming from yeah, a season of being out there but And then to get here is a whole nother story. So
0: we talked about in the podcast in the previous episodes about how, you know, in a lot of ways we set out to do the thing God has called us to do. And then a surprise happens, something hits us and we're Mm -hmm. like, well, that's not what I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. And because I know your story a little bit, I mean, you landed in Nashville and there was like the. Tornado, yeah. <laughs> like Man. legitimate tornado. Brad's not
2: fair to me, but he calls me "joke." He's yeah. like, once you went to Nashville, <laughs> you're joke. Like, because there was a like a tornado that blew through town, and it was mm-hmm. the worst tornado Nashville had ever seen. <laughs> in I'm talking in six weeks of me being there, right? Yeah. And so the town. People died. Like yeah. all yeah, of these. I was in East Nashville an hour before the tornado hit. And I'm like, I'm from the West Coast. Right. What are do you doing with tornado. tornadoes? am yeah. yeah. no, well like,
1: to the South yeah. slash Midwest. Right?
2: Yeah. And so they're like, oh, just get a mattress and hop in the bathtub and put it over your head. I'm like- <laughs> That is legitimately
1: the, what you're supposed to do if you don't have a basement.
2: Yeah, there is a devil <laughs> funnel from the sky coming down and like cars right. being lifted. Right. I don't know. So, um but- <laughs> I, that night when it, it was really stormy and Southern storms are so different than here. And so Mm -hmm. you feel all this energy in the sky. And so it was, is crazy. And that everyone has their radar app out and they're tracking Mm -hmm. like where it's going. But yeah, it obliterated, um, the area I was in like two hours after I was there. Right. You
1: might be Job.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, they threw me off the boat at that point. They were like, please get out of Nashville. Or maybe
1: you're Jonah. I don't, I don't know. Uh, It's the boat or it's,
2: I don't know. Whichever one. Right. Whichever J name you want to choose, that was me. (laughs) Um, No, so, and even in the midst of it though, I am every day, I'm writing, I'm doing writer's rounds, I'm setting up co writes, I'm gaining some traction in Nashville and with my connections or whoever I have, and also trying to make more. Mm -hmm. So it's not going, it's not going terribly. And then I start putting out my own original music and stuff like that. Um, But for me, like the tornado happened, and then a month later, COVID, but <laughs> we're talking March. When was it? March. Yeah, March. Yeah, March was, yeah. In March, COVID, COVID hits. And I stayed another month there in my um, apartment that I was there living at. Um, and then I was like, I got to go home because that, I mean, with gatherings and everything, music industry, even yeah. to this day, is so shut down. So, yeah. and it was, and then I stayed for, I stayed back in Bend for a few months and then went back to Nashville. And then I got a call from Brad.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> at 5 p.m. on a, like a Monday. Yeah. And what I say is plot twist. Yeah. Plot know? twist. Like- Big one. Plot twists are great. Right. They make great movies. They make right. great stories. And nobody was even saying, hey, Nashville can't be part of your life. Like I'd still mm-hmm. be part of, in some ways, I'm so busy here right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like I'm never going to get back. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> that's okay. Like, but it's a plot twist. It's like, God. you might have your plans, but then God can surprise you. And- Um, so that's kind of what happened. I mean, and being here is a total, I'm a, I love the Psalms and the Psalms talk all about pathways and Mm -hmm. being out there towards the end of my time, I was praying for a path. I was saying, God, carve a, just give me a place to step. Show me which direction, if that's a job, if that's a label, whatever that is, a friendship. And then seriously, the inside of the week, I'm specifically praying for that. Brad called me in. I had already known we were gonna work together someday. Sure. Sure. I just didn't know it was gonna be this quick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, and you mentioned so. original music when you were out there. And I know that so much of your story was what inspired your album, but I'd love for you to share a little bit about that whole process. Cause yeah. truly, like I don't know many people who
1: have their own who album who have their own
0: album. <laughs> <laughs> How
1: does that work I exactly?
2: Well,
0: not that I know that yeah. many people, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Like no, but and and it's very good, but I know that there's a deep meaning in all of it too. And uh, I, I think it connects to your story.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, tens of twenties of people love my music. My mom, <laughs> mom loves my music. mom's your biggest fan. So, yeah. Your She's whole staff here now fan. is a big fan. She's mom, running
1: your street team.
2: Mom and grandma, yeah. They're they're posting on the socials and <laughs> trying to get things to go viral. Yeah. Um, no. I you know, for me, uh, This sort of, I'm not saying this is a super spiritual idea, but this idea of no regrets. I want to do everything that's in my heart for this season and an Mm -hmm. album and that. I've always done band albums, but I've never done my own. Mm -hmm. It came from my heart. And I actually wrote five songs that were super kind of poppy and Mm -hmm. like tried to get on the radio songs. (laughs) And I just did the classic artist thing of like I, I got done with them all and I'm like I hate this I'm not releasing it <laughs> and so I didn't and I went back to the drawing board and this album called Badlands came out of that and Badlands is just a wilderness journey for me it's it's about people it's not nec- it's if you're looking for it to be a worship album it's not mm-hmm. um, it's a it's an artist concept album it's stories and people and love and hate and confusion and. Um, but the Oregon Badlands are right outside of Central Oregon and I I spent some time there and you can camp out there and ride dirt bikes and do whatever and mm-hmm. I was like this just feels like my life the last couple of years mm-hmm. a little bit of wandering and I know sometimes we see people that are wandering and we think that's bad they need focus on their life but I think there are seasons where you wander mm-hmm. because look at Jesus he's drawn into the desert right. to learn and become something that he couldn't become if he didn't experience that so and then he comes back to his ministry and power after fasting and being in the desert, being tempted, and all those things. So, to me, I think sometimes the spirit leads us to a place. Even somebody who's listening to us talk about this right now, they've been mm-hmm. led to a place of wilderness and they're confused by it. But the Lord has you there for a reason mm-hmm. because there's something you need to learn. I'm not, he's still good, he yeah. still has a good plan, but there's something that you have to pick up from this time that you wouldn't get in another way and after it you're going to be sweeter and more equipped and look back on it and say wow that was actually an amazing time which is how I see that season of yeah. releasing yeah. that yeah. album so
1: and if somebody wanted to listen to or purchase the album Badlands where would one go to do such a thing
2: yeah it's only on MySpace it's available <laughs> solely is on Tom and your Tom you have to go back to your MySpace might, page yes. you have to go back find it and then
0: yeah. um, reactivate it probably yeah but it's, it's connected to your AOL email account. So that's yeah. not going to work either. What was it called? <laughs> Ma- yeah. Instant message. Yeah. AIM, yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. So you have to, it's everywhere. Like just if you listen to Apple Music, Spotify, you can just search my name, Casey Parnell, and Badlands will come up or Amazon Music um, or YouTube. And do you have CDs and stuff that you can get through CDBaby.com if you want? I have a vinyl. I printed that because it was in my fancy. heart. I just did it. Um, yeah. So you can listen wherever you want. That's awesome, man.
1: That's what all the cool kids are doing these days yeah. finals.
2: And then you you like Brad, Pastor Brad Williams can sing it back to me in the hallways when you sing it.
1: Sing it back. Yeah. It?
0: That's actually true.
1: Um, what kinds of things do you like to do for fun?
2: Um, I like to do a lot. Well, I like to laugh and I like to hear stories and like it's, awesome that Alex is here. Cause I was, I had dinner with them the other night, Alex, yeah. Alex and his family. And I was, I text him after it and I'm like, I feel like I laughed for like three hours <laughs> yeah. straight. My, yeah. Like my abs hurt. It um, <laughs> was Al- the
0: only ab workout I got all week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
2: but I do like, um, I, I do like exercise and just mainly for like getting out. Like there's nothing like getting out on a trail and running for me. Mm-hmm. It just clears my head. So that's probably where you'll find me on a friday or saturday if it works um or and you know any time of type of exercise if my ankle was holding i was telling yeah. side who's sitting right next to me if my ankle holds up i can do stuff like that yeah. um i love surfing i want to go surf especially at cannon beach but um like some recent events have yeah. maybe prevented yeah. me from going there yet. Um, yeah. But I love the beach so much. Um, and so it's amazing that Portland is right down the street. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Blazers, I can't wait to watch Blazer games yeah. and stuff. Music is still a big part of my life. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I even have some buddies coming over after this that'll be at my house working on music. Yeah. And, um, so all that. And I love travel if I could. And I love like <laughs> trying new food and all that stuff. Um, I just, it's, I'm an Enneagram 3, I think, but when yeah. Alex talks to me and Brad talk to me about their 7-ness, yeah. mm-hmm. sometimes I, I'm a little 7-curious. <laughs> Which is a I 3 characteristic, I feel like you need, like <laughs> yeah. need all the experiences. Um, oh, so, like, we're even talking about going to San Antonio or whatever, I, and I'm like, but can we go to Austin, too? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know. Um, Bit of a yeah, trick, but Yeah, yes. but I also love, um, I really love human beings. I love people, and mm-hmm. so I'll engage people wherever I go, um, and just try to hear stories and goof off with people and stuff yeah. like that. So, as as people are listening to this, please don't be. I know you can think whatever you think about the new worship guy on stage, <laughs> <laughs> but just know that I really do yeah. um, want to get to know people and hear people's stories and um, and just be a part of this community. Yeah. So,
1: to That's that awesome. end, are there ways that people can connect with you on social media or anything like that?
2: Yeah, totally. Like. Um, MySpace? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, next to MySpace. Yeah, my um, name account. If you're cool, uh, then it's Instagram, Facebook. But if you're going to be crazy to me, then MySpace. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Um, it's just at Casey Parnell on Instagram, okay. and then Facebook. I think just look for me and you'll find me. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: is there anything that you have read, listened to, or watched recently that you've either found super inspiring or super entertaining?
2: Um. Inspiring. Okay, so Richard Foster is is yes. a Quaker. Yes, he is a Quaker. Um, so I'm just starting to read his book. Sorry, you're going to have to remind me. Celebration of Discipline? Yes, that's correct. Um, so I love thinkers like him. I love Eugene Peterson mm-hmm. um, so much. Um, and so I, I'm i really caught up. Do you want me to describe what I'm thinking about right now? Sure,
1: that's fine. Well, just keep I, going.
2: The reason I'm here is the is um, this thing called... Um, <laughs> Prophetic imagination, essentially, yes, like Walter this Prueggeman. idea that God puts a spark in you, mm-hmm. like long before it happens. And so, like one of the reasons I feel like I'm here is because Brad and I met. Uh, Brad Williams and I met at a couples retreat, <laughs> which we weren't. So hear me out. It's a senior pastors couples retreat in Hood River, and we didn't know each other. And I was leading worship, and he was speaking, and all these senior pastors were there and our district supervisor Gabe would have me lead worship and then play slow jams for these pastors that were like trying to re- rekindle their romance. Um so yes, so I'm there alone, Brad, his wife Sherry is not there. So oh, there's so all you're these both couples bachelors we're for both the bachelors at this weekend so we just brode out, right? <laughs> it was so and I didn't know him before that. So um after we kind of kept getting to know each other, there was always this thing of like we're going to work together mm. someday. And so that was just a spark in my imagination that I didn't know was going to happen until I'm randomly, I'm like, why didn't it happen all these years in Bend? But now I'm randomly right. in Nashville and mm-hmm. the timing just works out, right? right? Right. I'm praying for a pathway. Here I am. So that got me thinking about this theological um, idea of the prophetic imagination, what I'm calling it. Maybe you have a, actually you have a different word no. for it, but sort of this idea that the thinkers use of like, what you'll become, I feel like God. Maybe you've thought about it, or maybe it's mm-hmm. not like we're always looking for a word, but like maybe it's just been in you for yeah. a long like time, like a seed
1: that's like deeply planted. Yeah, that just kind of starts that, to come up.
2: That has to take root, and so like Richard Foster's kind of in his book is like teasing some of these ideas mm-hmm. Um, that I, I'm just, I'm just starting this new book, but I love. I love thinking about concepts like that. I love that I love the edgy topics, you know, <laughs> that I'm sure you've discussed on these, mm. you know, these podcasts that I don't really want to get into, but like <laughs> anything that's kind of controversial, I like talking about too cuz I right. The reason I like talking about some of those things is because I they're really important to people. Right. And mm-hmm. they and usually people they're really important to somebody because it's connected to a story about them or it's connected to someone, someone they care they about, care about yeah. that they mm-hmm. yeah. love. So it's deeply personal when we right. pull apart these theological issues right. that um, hurt or are painful. Um, you know, why do bad things happen to good people? That mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Right. Um, so for me, I, I like studying those things. Um, currently, I'm leading a lot of worship, so my study time is going down. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's fine. It's okay.
2: I'm working on it. Yeah. This so. the season. Yeah. Yeah. And then music-wise, like I love. I actually love. Um, Recently, I do like country, but like I understand when people don't like country because there is some like an annoying thing about it. Sure, but I just want to give country music a little bit of plug here. (laughs) There is like a spiritual history that if you study it and you learn about the Ryman Auditorium, the Mother Church, you learn about Willie Nelson, Johnny Cash, and you hear those stories. There, there is a. It'll inspire you if you actually study it. So,
1: yes, there's um, more than just the I lost yeah. my dog and my truck is broken, uh, and I love yeah. beer to country. Yeah, music. beer
2: and big trucks yes. and the whole thing, right? No, there's it's, some of that too, but yeah, there, there's things that are being said that are really cool if you're listening and looking for them. Uh, if you don't like country, though, I like all kinds of music. I grew up loving just any big band that's like yeah. a big arena band, like U2 or Coldplay mm-hmm. or the Fray or whatever, like yeah. just awesome. big melodic. Bands, I, I love seeing live music like that. So even being on stage, I know sometimes for musicians it's hard to watch a live show because you pull it apart too much. Sure, but mm-hmm. I'm not that guy. Like get Just me in a live it. show yeah. and I'm, I'll have a good time. So yeah,
1: nice,
0: yeah. awesome, awesome man. I don't know. Yeah, Been well, having you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Great. did I take all my time? I'm <laughs> no, like <laughs> no, there's no, so kidding. many questions and so yeah. Yeah. many Probably things sit here that for I would, two hours. for sure. That's all right. But, um, you know, our mission was to introduce you to our church yeah. and just give you, uh, give the church a snapshot of the man that I've come to know and love. And, uh, I'm sure we'll have you back and we'll be able to talk Anytime. more as time goes on.
2: Yeah. Talk about the imagination, yeah, little Richard Foster or yeah. whoever. So. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's a pleasure. I just wanted to say too, it's a pleasure to be here. It's an honor always to lead worship for a congregation like this. The deep history, the rich history that B4 yeah. has, is amazing. It's been a move of God, and I do think the best uh, is yet to come. I know amen, it's hard man. to believe, but yeah. I think we have a city around us that um, that has changed and needs our help and yeah. um, and needs Jesus. Amen, and so amen. we're we're gonna be here for it. This yep. is our this is our amen. time. So I'm I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah, man,
0: of course. Mm-hmm
1: thanks for thanks for being here and we will also include links to all of your music things so people can look into the show <laughs> notes and find the album and your website and all yeah. that kind of stuff thanks for joining us today we're glad that you've been here with us make sure if you enjoyed today's episode that you are subscribed to our podcast on YouTube Spotify or Apple iTunes mm-hmm. additionally feel free to share this with a friend if you think that they would find it interesting or if you think they would just like to get to know Casey yeah. um, additionally we are just starting our Lynch devotional you can pick up paper copies of the devotional while you're here for service or if you want to stop by the office during the week and we also will have an electronic copy available on our website as well so we really would love you to join in that journey with us and until next time we will see you on the before podcast
0: well hey everybody thanks for joining us be sure to visit b4church.org for more information If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, you can share it with your friends. You can even take a screenshot and share it on social media if you like. Tag us at B4Church. Thanks for listening and we'll see you soon.